Hello, football faithful, and welcome to another episode of the Double Doing Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg at Eaglestock underscore on Twitter. I am joined by my co-host Eric Warner at Bearstock underscore on Twitter as always. Mr. Eric Warner, how are you feeling today? Uh, I know I know we were talking before. I haven't even uh I kind of I kinda blank myself from Twitter the past couple of days. I've tried to uh kind of mask in the Eagles season. It's been uh it's been a uh, it's, I hate when the I hate when the season's over like that. Those yeah. last those, those two days after are the worst, yeah. man. <laughs> I mentally I had that at about week eight. So <laughs> I, I thought I had that at week twelve, but I feel for you. Yeah. Um, and just the way it happened was just extra painful. Yeah. Um, let's well, get right into the yeah. the big storyline. Obviously, yeah. Carson Wentz leaving the game. I believe on the after the second drive, yeah, uh, early in the first quarter, um, we both agree it was a very very dirty it hit. Was. Yeah. Um, I I remember when it happened. I said, "Where's the flag?" I expected a flag immediately. There wasn't even a flag. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really dirty. It was. Um, it, it, what's, what's what's brutal? But there wasn't a flag, and the NFL acknowledged after the fact, the ref, that it wasn't a flag. It's not like they admitted that they missed it. You know what I mean? Uh, he, they yeah. said they, the referee came out and said after the game that we saw incidental contact and Carson Wentz didn't give himself up. There was a there's a play in week two in Atlanta where Carson Wentz dove for the end zone and he landed about a yard shy and then he tries to jump in again, but they they wouldn't let him. They, right. they called him no touchdown because he gave himself up. Exact same play. So when you give yourself up, like that's exactly what he did. He gave himself up and he went in after and you could see there was another. I think it was Jaron Reed. He was number ninety seven. He didn't hit, dive his head into the ground. He gave, he stopped and like he braced himself to not like hit Wes. Why and right. why couldn't Clowney do the exact same thing? They were like yeah, they were, at no, the same it was, time it was they were jumping at him and, and you, he throws his head like you could see his mm. neck like he he, yeah, he doesn't need to do that. He would have he would have landed on him. You know what I mean? Even if he didn't do that, it was this is the messed up thing. <laughs> yeah. um, the game was over right after that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the game was over. Yeah. I knew it right yeah. away. It was over as soon as I saw Josh McCown trotting in. Yeah. You knew. Well, Josh McCown didn't even do a terrible no, job I, I, look, I, I, moving the ball in between the 20s. But exactly. they got in the red zone, yeah. and they just had no nope. chance. They no had no playmaker. Yeah, exactly. We've been saying it all year. It's a miracle that Carson Wentz was doing what he was doing with that, <laughs> with that offense and what was around him. Yeah. So to expect Josh McCown to step in there – and replicate that was it would it just wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. No, he Josh McCallum, look, I got I got the utmost respect for that guy coming in. He did what he left it all out there. He did exactly what he did exactly what was asked of him. You know, he didn't he didn't play that bad. 18 of 2474 yards, but you make your point. Once it was the red zone, it seemed like the Eagles kind of panicked. It seems like they were all stiff. Josh yeah. McCallum didn't know where to go with the ball. So it seemed like Doug Peterson didn't know what plays to call. Yeah. I, I, I was tweeting out, I was kind of I was a little upset with his play calling, and especially in the red zone. There was one play on the third and three where he it was a draw to Boston Scott uh, on, like the, on like the 22 yard line. And he, he they ran right at JJ Beyond Clowney. Like you, you're running a third and three yeah. draw to at, at your best player on defense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it didn't make any sense. Um, like uh, Doug Pearson was uh, like the, the last, especially the last five weeks, he's had wicked play calling. He's been awesome. I thought he, I thought he struggled. I thought he didn't give Josh McCowan the. Didn't give him the Chance keys to the car. Go make it's, a play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he didn't give him. I think he was a little loose. Not. It wasn't loose enough with him. Um, 
you know what? It was it was such a frustrating game, and I said it. I said it before when moments went out. I'm like, I, I had a feeling it was going to be like a 17 9 game. They weren't going to get blown out. They were yeah. going to, it was going to be another close. What was it? Was it 17? 17 9, the exact same, same score. score the exact, exact same game. score as the, the game exact same score. Season. Exactly. Yes, the exact same score. I knew it was going to be something like that. Like the Eagles, like they always break your heart. I knew it was going to be something like that. Again, yeah. and another. Like another stat going your way here. You look at the receiving yards. Greg Ward Jr.'s wide receiver leads him with 24 yards. The only other wide receiver to catch a ball was Deontay Burnett for five yards. So Eagles wide receivers combined for 29 yards in that game. Uh, just that's, yeah. that's the story of the season. And right on, on the topic of wide receivers, they allowed DK Metcalf yeah. to torch them Absolutely for 160. Yeah, They've been making average wide receivers look yeah. good all year. That game, they made a good wide receiver yeah. look very good. He was he was awesome for that. Like, yeah. He, he was exactly what the Eagles needed. The Eagles drafted a guy named J.J. Ortega, white side, in the second round. Four picks later, D.K. Metcalf is taken. J.J. Yeah. Ortega, white side, couldn't find the field in that game. He only had 10 yeah. snaps. So yeah. another another slap in the face to the Eagles. They couldn't. They didn't drop the right guy. Um, it was yeah. another frustrating one. And they that completely will... stopped the run, yeah. which was uh, what I expected to happen. And... They just didn't take advantage of it. I, but at the same time, I thought their defense gave them a chance to win this game. Yeah, they, uh, they held them in there. You know Russell Wilson is always going to make a couple plays. Yeah. He's always going to find a way to get some points on the board. Um, the Eagles offense just couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah, the offensive line struggle when McCowan came in too. Um, McCowan was kind of running for his life a little bit. Uh, like the Seahawks. The Seahawks were swarming uh, McCowan um, as well. Eight sacks in the game. That's tough. Um, but I want to touch on before we kind of touch on the Eagles 2020 season, we're going to put the nail on the coffin there. I do want to touch on Carson Wentz. We kind of argued earlier. You think he's a little injury prone. I'm going to say this again. If you, if anyone out there is using this game, this injury as your Carson Wentz's injury prone agenda, you need to, I, I dare off. He said it on ESPN the other day. You need I to agree. completely rethink okay. of what you think. Hold on, hold on one sec. If, if that's what it is, if that's what your agenda is, I get it. He got hurt. And the way he uses his body, I think that's where you're going to kind of go at it. He may not put himself in situations. However, he just played a whole 16-game season. A concussion is not injury-prone. That was a dirty, dirty hit. And that's, there's no other way around it. And he, he, it's not like he would have – he probably would have played next week if the, if – if, if he would, if to say they did win, he would have played the division round. He wanted to go back out there. The NFL would not let him go back out there. Um, so it's it's frustrating, and he's not an injury prone guy. He just played. I, I hate that. I hate that argument with him. I feel bad for him, and uh, you know what? I uh, twenty twenty revenge sure is coming with him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All, right. All right. I agree that this injury was an absolute fluke. It was almost. It was a concussion. I would never. Say that he was faking injury or anything, yeah. even remotely close to that. It's just the reality now is with Carson Wentz in his three seasons, he's played two drives of postseason yeah. football. <laughs> it's just the reality of what it is. Um, he played 16 games this year. Good on him. He had a good year yeah. with the weapons thing again. Yeah. The fact that he threw for 4,000 yards was damn impressive. Yeah. It's just the matter of fact. No, he is three seasons with three with one quarter yeah. of playoff football. Um, and it is the fact that I compare, compare him to this weekend against Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson rushed the ball. He ran the ball. Sorry. Um, he ran the ball nine times. 
Think of how many times Russell Wilson got hit in that game. Yeah, he, he's the best. He, he, he slides like a baseball player. Yeah, no, he never true. gets hit, but he yeah. still runs. Yeah. Carson Wentz needs to take a page out of Russell Wilson's book and avoid these hits. Yeah. What makes Carson Wentz so good is how he extends the play. Yeah. He extends the play just as well as anybody and makes throws downfield. But it's at a price. He's constantly getting hit. Yeah. No, I was – you make a good point about Russell Wilson. I was watching – it was like the third quarter. He had this one big run. And he just slides like he's going to steal in second base. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> it's like he, he's, he's got that baseball slide. It's it's Every quarterback should kind of take a page on him. You, you are right. Carson Wentz does need – I get where you're coming from. He does need to maybe put himself in less situations of getting hit. However, that play is unavoidable. Like, you, you, if a guy's going to throw his head at you and have a dirty hit like that. And the yeah, fact that, I agree that yeah, this you know, hit was like, unavoidable. And, and you know what? That, that's bad. And the, the, that, and he needs to work on a ball security for next year. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what? It, it, it's sad that the NFL's not even going to discipline JV on yeah. He might get fined. I said he's not going to spend it. He should have got a one-game suspension. I don't get it. it the NFL emphasizes head like head safety and stuff like that so especially and then, to the quarterback exactly and you don't and you don't suspend him uh, as the guy that he's had multiple Dave Clowney's kind of had a couple questions yeah kind of a question hits this year um a lot of uh, I was watching some tape on Twitter there was one where he like last year he almost freaking ripped Nick Foles head off on a face mask and threw him to the ground um but yeah he's had some questionable plays in his career and it's it's tough. Um, that was that was this uh, that was the most Philadelphia Eagles twenty nineteen Philadelphia Eagles game you could you could picture. Um, it ended with Josh McCown throwing a Greg Ward, Boston Scott, Deontay Burnett. Like it was like that was your fourth preseason game lineup on most. You know, um, so do you want to get into the Eagles offseason or do you want to jump into the next games? There was three other games this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll work back. We'll be. Yeah. We'll discuss the Eagles. Yeah, let's, let's circle season, back for yeah. sure. Let's circle back to another team that kind of blew it. The Buffalo Bills, twenty-two nineteen in overtime. That was a, that was a super frustrating game to watch. Imagine being yeah. a Bills fan, man. <laughs> they haven't had a playoff win since <coughs> since we were born. Yeah, like it hasn't happened. Yeah. Um, they up. They're up sixty nothing, playing yeah. great. Um, and then just lay an egg in the second half. Uh, Houston Texans also woke up in the second half. Um, they Deshaun Watson was making some most incredible plays. That play when he they who wasn't a two the exact guys, two guys just bouncing right off. Uh, yeah. Matt Milano was one. I know that, and there was another one just bouncing off of him. That was, was yeah. You, you are right. Um, he uh, he won the game for them, and you could say Bills lost the game. A lot of people can say that, but. You know what? The Texans' defense was giving Josh Allen fits in that second quarter. He didn't really kind of know what to do with himself besides mm-hmm. run the ball. Like, he ran for 92 yards, but it was only 24 yeah. or 46 as well. Like, the Texans, Romeo Cornell came up with a nice game plan in, the, in that second half to get the Texans back in. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson took advantage of it. Um, yeah. He was able to make plays with his legs and throw the ball. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, too, another, another wicked game from him. He had a bad first half, but in the second half, he was pretty, he helped him out, too. Yeah, and, uh, like this the, was an incredibly we, exciting game. Yeah, it was, um, it was my favorite game of the weekend, but it seems like both teams don't deserve to make it to the divisional round. I'm sorry yeah. to say, the, the, coach, no. the coaching especially, oh my God, there's a couple of decisions. Why is Sean McDermott going for it on fourth and 26? You got all three timeouts. <laughs> you have They had all three timeouts. You didn't need to go for it. You yeah. know what I mean? You, they did end up getting the ball back, I think, anyways, right? Mm-hmm. They ended up punching it back to them. But you, you ha- that means they could have got farther. way more field exactly. position. Exactly, way better field position. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, and like there was a couple, there was like coaching decisions on this game were just 
Yeah. Off the I, charts bad. I anticipate the Texans getting blown out next week. Yeah. I wasn't impressed by them. No. I almost thought more the Bills lost this game than the Texans yep. won it. Uh, they The Bills came out really conservative in the second half as well. Um, not Didn't really try to push the ball downfield that much in the second no. half. And the only, the only points – or no, they scored six – Sorry, they only scored three points yeah, they, in the second it was half. Sixteen, nothing going into halftime. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they only scored a, a field goal in the yeah. Uh, second half. And, yeah, and, and, and the, the, there was it was six. It was thirteen nothing with about thirty seconds left, and the Bills were at like the Texans twenty-two or twenty-three yard line, and they mm-hmm. ran the ball three times. They accepted a yeah, field goal. They, they could a yeah. touchdown would have put the Texans in the coffin and right yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't get that. Like there was very conservative coaching, and then not conservative at the end, going yeah. for a fourth to twenty-six. Sean McDermott, I love the guy, great coach. I think he's done a terrific job with his Buffalo Bills team. However, he he had a bad game. Yeah, and it, it sucks. It, I can't imagine being a. Bills I'm looking player, for but, uh, the yeah. the future's not. Yeah, no, they they have a good future. Uh, Josh Allen. I don't mind Josh Allen. Yeah. I would I would trade him for Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> he looks he looks buzzed though. Like he did you see his face on the sidelines? He looks yeah. scared. Like first, he be first, first playoff class game. Yeah. on the road. Yeah. So get that out of the way. That's yeah. gonna happen eventually. Yeah, like the lateral two hundred over there. He, but, he looks he looks he looks scared. But yeah, he still played out. Like he he, yeah. he can make plays like he, like you said, you made a good point. They have a great future. Devin Singletary and Josh Allen should be able to carry that offense. Right. They just need a couple more weapons in there. Right. It should be good. Yeah, let's move let's on. Let's move the, on to the team with a very questionable future the New England Patriots yep. get eliminated <laughs> on wild card weekend I think, I think you called it too I think you said they, well, no, you did, we, we both well, thought the Patriots win but we both thought it could be we yeah weird. I know I was actually I was confident the Patriots were going to yeah. win this game I'm still shocked right now yeah. that they lost this football game um, but gotta give game, gotta give credit to the Titans they, yeah. they played well um, Mike Vrabel came out and Bill Belichick, yeah. Bill Belichick. Yeah, what a what a what a job he's done with that Tennessee Titans game team. Only he he knew that Derrick Henry. I don't think he runs. He, I don't think he's got much to do with that offense. But I'm sure, like I know he's a defensive mind. But still, like the way thirty four yeah, carries. The way that they the way that they controlled that game. Like they knew they did. They knew what was working yeah. and they kept with it. They didn't do anything yeah. stupid. They weren't they just, fancy. They, exactly. They went right for. They went right for the gut punch. They stayed with. The, the, they stayed with the game plan. Derrick Henry, 34 carries, 182 yards, averaging 5.4 yards carry for a big back. He's not a speed yeah. guy. Like he's not. He's not your big play back. And he. Yeah. He was a workhorse that game. They gave him a week of rest in week 16, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he dominated yeah. the Texans in week 17, and then he dominated the Patriots. In the first, yeah. uh, in the wild card round, yeah. um, that move to rest him in a meaningless game paid off. Yeah, and again, I don't see the Titans getting by this week yeah. um, against the Ravens, but that was a huge win for them. Uh, but let's get into the Patriots a little more yeah. here. I think um, I think I, I was I was. Um, I was thinking, like, is it more about the Titans winning or the Patriots losing? I think we're. I think it's more about the Patriots losing. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Especially All the credits the, in the yeah, world to yeah, the Titans. Exactly. But, good one. Yeah, good win. You're probably running into an unstoppable force next week, Tennessee. But yeah, let's let's circle back to uh, the Patriots. Tom Brady. You know what? He. I didn't think he played that bad. Like, I. I think he. Had, right. I think Julian Edelman had a massive drop. Um, it was around yeah. the 50 yard line that game. I don't think he got much help. I think. I, I said that he was going to be leaving. I was about 50-50 on him leaving or staying. 
I'm now about 75% chance that he's coming back and he's not retiring. I think they run it back one more year with him. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think, I actually think that the New England Patriots are going to go all in on weapons and they're going to give Tom Brady one more kick at this can. Right. I don't see, I don't see Tom Brady and his future to a Tennessee Titans. Like, that. I don't think that's how it's going to end. Like, I think, mm-hmm. he, I don't want, I don't think he's going to want more. I don't know. What do you think? Like, uh, I want to know. Like, the only thing that matters is does Bill Belichick want Tom Brady back? All this stuff happened with Jimmy G. Apparently, yeah. Bill's tried to move on from Tom before. Yep. I think Tom, in the back of his mind, has had that in the back, in there. Yeah. And he already had said he's not taking a hometown discount. If the yeah. Pats want him, they're going to have to pay him. Yeah. And Bill Belichick, the most cutthroat in the business, why would he say, why are we paying top dollar quarterback for a 42-year-old when they – Potentially look elsewhere, especially with a great quarterback market too. Like this year, the, 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 you can you can There's find a couple. You, you can find a guy. You can find you can find someone else that's better than Tom Brady. I, I get where you're coming from. Robert Kraft did come out and say that he wants him back. Right. Robert Kraft going to say that. Yeah. the PR guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But on the team is Robert. Kraft already had that typed through Paul Robert Kraft and. You know what? I'm sure when this dynasty's over, we're going to find out a lot more about kind of what's going on with Robert Kraft, Belichick, and Brady. I'm sure there's a lot of tension. I I agree with what you're saying. I think. Belichick's wanted Brady gone for a long time, and Robert Kraft won't let it happen. And yeah. we're probably going to find out a lot more no when, the, when that dynasty when that dynasty's over. We're going to find probably a lot more about that no, situation. No marriage in sports lasts forever. Yeah, it never has. 20, it never especially, will. Especially twenty one years. Yeah, and that's that's a it's a dynasty. And if this is yeah. the end, finally, yeah. I never liked the Patriots. Yeah. They have actually had the worst division in football <laughs> for the last. They've been gifted the division for, I think, 17 straight years, and I'm happy if it's over. Yeah. It's I, – I just – I have this gut feeling that they run it back one more time. I, I'm about I, – I, I don't think he's retiring. I think it's about 75-25 that he, that he might leave. I, I don't think there's no way Tom Brady, the competitor that he is, is going to want to go out like that. Right. Um, no, I yeah. think he's gonna come want to yeah. come back. But do the Patriots want him yeah, back? But, but even I, if they but if they don't want him back, I think he goes elsewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm he, about seventy five percent that he leaves. Yeah. Oh. I think he goes but, elsewhere. Because yeah. Belichick might not want him back. He, I, it yeah. doesn't look like it doesn't seem like it seems like Bill Belichick is gonna want to prove that he can win without Tom Brady. And if that's the case, Tom Brady's gonna want to prove that he can win um, without Bill Belichick somewhere. I see the yeah. I see the rumors to the Chargers having yeah. some back or some Yeah. They need to sell tickets there, man. Like yeah. they can't, they can't put butts in the seats. What about yeah. another dark horse I heard the other day, Vegas? Yeah. Do they? Does Vegas start their new stadium, new everything off with Tom Brady? That's like very good. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and John, like Derek Carr and John Gruden. I'm hearing there's John Gruden wants someone else there. It doesn't seem like he yeah. wants a him and Derek Carr on the outs. Yeah, so. That's, that's the dark I'm horse. Sure that's be, I'm sure that's going to be a huge topic. Um, it's going to be a huge topic of conversation this offseason. It's going to sure. be it's, that's going to dominate the, the headlines uh, where Tom Brady's going. I, it's like I said when when whenever it happens, we're going to find out that there was a lot of tension in between those three. Um, and yeah, it's going to be interesting if, if it's done. The dynasty's done. Uh, hats off to the Patriots though. 21, yeah. 21 years of dominant football. Um, yeah. Yeah, they lose. I think what you you uh you were saying earlier, um, Matt or Mark Sanchez, Joe Flacco, and Ryan Daniel are the only quarterbacks to beat the Patriots at Fox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in the twenty-one years, that that's that's pretty spectacular. It's yeah. No. 
Those are the three names that bested Brady. Yeah. Okay, so before we move on to the coaching hires, I do want to ton of touch on the Eagles and what I think they should do this offseason. Um, season came to an end. I was taking a look at the free agent signing, like the free agents that they got, and there is going to be a lot of change coming. Um, left tackle Jason Peters, probably gone. He wants to come back. No more of him. I want. I love him to death. My he's bodyguard. Yeah, he's my bodyguard for a while. He's one of my favorite Eagles um, growing up um, of my lifetime. But it's time. Um, it's time for him to walk. He says he wants to come back, but we just drafted Andre Dillard, right? We just drafted the future left tackle. I think he's gone. Nigel Bradham's probably gone. Nelson Aguilar is definitely gone. Um, there's a bunch of guys like Halabuivadi Vitai that I'm hearing the Michael of the Bears. Um, yeah, he's he's a, he's a right tackle. He's probably gone. Eagles gonna have some some line depth problems. Kamugushi Hill's probably gone. Jalen Mills probably gone. Like, these are all the there's you got the core coming back. You got Wentz, Cox, Ertz back, and then all the like all the yeah. interior bases are kind of gone. They're, they're gonna it's gonna be a completely new Philadelphia Eagles squad. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. And um, they got between like 45 and 50 million dollars in cap space. They got they got some money to work with. And it's going to be time to get the what some weapons definitely. Um, yeah, and and, 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 and one well, thing, yeah, go that's on. the on field um, the on field stuff will work itself out. That's yeah. interesting. The yeah. one that interests me is what you're talking about with uh, the coaching. Yeah, staff. that's why I want to change the Jim Schwartz has been. He's been uh, given the go-ahead to interview for the, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh uh, about that today. So, they, yeah, they may need a defensive coordinator. I don't think – I think they're doing their due diligence. There's, uh, do you really hire Jim Schwartz? He, he's, you know what? He's been – he's actually hasn't been that bad. He's I he's had the average eighth best DV, DVOA offense or defense with the Eagles in the past four years. So, he's, he's had a good run with the Eagles defensive coordinator. Like, mm-hmm. eighth best is like – that's as good as you're going to get, right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, is he's frustrating to watch as a, as a coordinator. A um, lot of third and longs were given up, especially that Seahawks game, um, all year as well too. So I don't know. I don't really know what to think about the hire. But if he does move on, there's another there's another yeah. gap you got to fill in. Right. Yeah. That one third and eighteen was the yeah, biggest was backbreaker. Exactly. In the fourth yeah. Quarter. I exactly. remember that. Yeah. And that's they've been the worst third and long team all year. So right. that is so. But the but Brown the Browns vacancy is interesting to me. Yeah. They're they're now the last team um, to. Did you expect anything last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it seems they, like Jimmy maybe has... they take their time because yeah. last year they rushed it and hired my boy Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. It seems that, like Jimmy has some. He can't make up his mind on what he wants to do. Right. Yeah. Maybe they should take their time, um, and maybe hopefully get this one right. But I see them. I see them looking for an offensive mind. Josh McDaniels is a perfect guy. He's sitting right. there waiting. I think it's got to be McDaniels. There's no way you go with Jim Schwartz. I don't think it's happening. I think they're just kind of doing their due diligence. This one's funny. I heard they were reaching out to Ryan Dinwiddie, the, the coach of the Toronto Argonauts. Wow. Yeah. They were talking to him apparently about getting an interview set up. Jeez. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. The Argos <laughs> yeah, suck. yeah they, they just hired him, too. I don't know. It wasn't. They're just, it seems like Jimmy Haslam's kind of just throwing everything out there. You know, when he's talking to anyone he possibly can. Um, like, he, he's he's completely doing his due diligence around the league. He's got to get He's got to get it right, right? He's, yeah. This is, like, this is, he's giving this is the most important hire of, uh, like, in, in, in football right now. So, yeah, that, that was interesting. I think it's Josh McDaniels. I think it's got to be McDaniels. I, don't, it, I, I called for. Uh, uh, I called for uh, God, uh, Ohio State guy. Uh, oh, uh, 
Damn. <laughs> Urban yeah, Meyer. I called Urban. for Urban. Sorry, I called for Urban Meyer earlier. I thought that that's, right. I thought that's who they were going to hire. It doesn't seem like Urban Meyer has any interest to go there. It sounds like Urban Meyer um, wanted the the Giants' job, but I think that was the only one he was going to go for. But um, right. Look, yeah, so looks, let's talk about that Giants yeah. hire. They hire. The Patriots wide receiver coach, it, and, Joe he, Judge. Yeah, that one it blew my mind. The one thing to keep in mind is he was also special team coach for the past four years. So he was oh, special okay. team and wide receiver coach. This year he took on the role as wide receiver coach. So he did both, which is a lot. Wow. Um, so he was the so he was the special teams coach there for, for four years, since 2015. And then this year he took on the wide receiver job, which look, they, had the, they had the one of the worst wide receiver cores in the NFL this year. Yeah, their wide receiver core was horrible. Yeah, and it's weird. Like I said this to you as well. This is the coach. This was the Bill Belichick assistant that was hired first. Okay. You know what I mean? Like this, no, like this, no, this was the guy that they someone else hired. Like McDaniel's didn't go first. You mean someone hired Joe Judge before Josh McDaniel's? Right. Like it's weird. You know what I mean? Like it was just it was a weird. It was. A weird I'm hire. wondering if Josh McDaniel's is getting blackballed now because he last year took the Indianapolis Colts job. And then just cut bait, said, no, nah, no thanks anymore. Yeah, After he had accepted yeah. it. So I wonder if t- it's a thing around the league right now. Blackball yeah. Josh McDaniels for doing that. May- or maybe it's just a suspension for a, a year yeah. or two. Um, I still think Josh McDaniels is a strong candidate in Cleveland. Yeah, I think because they need an offensive yeah. mind. He's well, he's an off- all-offense um, coach. Yeah. So we'll see if the Browns look at him. But I I didn't know that about Joe Judge being the Pats' yeah. uh, special so teams coach. Since 2005, he's been the special teams coach, and then he was special teams coach and wide receivers coach. He has never done anything else besides special teams until right. this year. Well, John Harbaugh yeah. was a special yeah, teams no. guy. And John, Har- John, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh came out and said that he wants more special teams coach hired around the league. And mm. you know what? It's like it's not a look. It's it's a it's a mix up. The one the one thing is. Is it seems like what happened is no one wanted to work with Dave Gettleman. It seemed like Dave Gettleman couldn't. No one right. wanted to work with him. So it seems like Joe Judge might be Gettleman's yes man. Well, there was um, the rumors that they yeah. were looking at uh, Jason Garrett, the Giants. Yeah, and then they didn't even interview. Yeah, him? Two, like, two hours later, they hired Joe Judge. Didn't they get? Yeah, I would have liked. I I'm not like Jason Garrett. To me, isn't the worst coach out there. Like he ten years of the Dallas Cowboys. That's that's. That's right. as long as the resumes are going to get. He he still went and went to the playoffs. What three of those ten years? Um, that would have been not a bad gig. A competitive division, exactly. Yeah, as like, well. to bring him in for for Daniel Jones and that offense. Like he, Jason Garrett's still a pretty good offensive mind, at least. Right. Um, so I don't. Yeah, it's it's. It was an out of the box hire. No one saw this one coming, and no one else was going to hire Joe Judge. I don't think he was going anywhere else. So like you know what I mean like I don't I don't see like any team was going to snatch him up. Yeah. So it, it was, was kind of rush. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't really get what the rush was. They could have took their time after. I think when Matt Rule went to we'll talk about this one right now. When Matt Rule went to Carolina, they panicked and they hired Joe Judge. Maybe, yeah. but I don't know why that would make you panic. Because personally, I I don't understand this hiring either. Yeah. Um, Baylor is where he was at in yeah. NCAA. That's a Big 12 school. Yeah. They only play one side of the ball down yeah. there. There's no defense in that conference. I personally don't understand the hiring. Yeah. You're, you're, I know you're not a big Metro guy. And I, I'm not a big guy bringing guys from college either. I was hearing a stat today that there's only the past two, the past nine college coaches that have been hired, only two of them have made the playoffs in their first year. One of them was Chip Kelly. Wow. So, like, college coaches don't succeed. 
when they come here. Pete, like mm-hmm. you can you can take away Pete Carroll too. Pete Carroll came, didn't succeed, then went back. He went back to U. It was a USC, and then they brought him back in again. You know what I mean? So he's had he had NFL experience before he got to Seattle. Um, look, like Nick Saban did work out, right? Um, there's college coaches. It's a it's a it's, gamble. It's yeah. such a gamble. The one thing I will say about Matt Rule, um, like he went to Temple, he completely flipped that Temple um, that Temple uh, program around. They were they were one of the worst programs in college football. I was listening to Stephen mm-hmm. A. Smith today talk about Stephen A. Smith. We used to work for the Philadelphia Inquirer. He was saying that they were they were um, going to move Temple to Division to F, um, SEF Division Two. Like they were going to leave F, um, Division One football. He came in, flipped that program. Baylor brings him on after all that um, all the controversy at Baylor um, with all the trouble that they had. He flips that program around. So he can run a football. He can run a college team. It's it's clear yeah. that. But what I don't know what I don't know how that translates to the NFL. Right. Yeah. Um, also something about this con, they gave him a seven year yeah, contract him, yeah. for, for 10, se- 70 mil. Yeah. They gave him the keys. They gave him what? everything. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? It's, I, I feel like if you're going to hire a coach, like a guy like Matt rule, um, John, Grid, you gotta give them, you gotta give them, uh, some, like some leeway knowing that they're going to stay. You gotta give them confidence. So I don't mind mm-hmm. a seven year deal, but I will say this. If he goes three twelve, or sorry, three and thirteen, um, four and twelve, and five and eleven in his first few years, he will won't be back for year four. You know what I mean? They won't yeah, buy him. Yeah, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Seven. Yeah. So the seven year, like you can give him all the years you want, but unless you succeed in the first three years, right. I but, know, um, another like another good point. Like Kyle Shanahan didn't. If Kyle Shanahan struggled this year, like, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan signed like another ten year deal, something crazy like that. He would have mm-hmm. been fired this year, right? Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? It, it's all about like a third year. So. Right. I get what yeah I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Seven years, it's it's it right. sounds it sounds crazy. And the yeah. last the last coaching hiring uh, we need to touch on was Mike McCarthy to Dallas. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't think it's a terrible no, move no, no, no. personally. I, yeah, um, he he had some success in Green Bay, and I know the the book the reason Green Bay wanted to move on was he was not creative enough with his offense. Yeah, he's going to Dallas. Where they got an unreal O line and Zeke. Yeah. Don't be creative. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Go there and hand the ball off and win football games that way. So I hope he doesn't get in his head. I got to go there and be creative. Yeah. Um, but he made the playoffs. He went on an one, eight two, year. He went on an eight year run from 09 to 2016, where they went to make playoffs eight straight years in the Super Bowl. Eight straight years, and they won the division five of those yeah. eight years. They had a Super Bowl win, like you know what I mean. And a Super yeah. Bowl win, but that, and that's as good as a resume as you're gonna get. One twenty five to seventy seven, and Green Bay. And the, look, the one thing they they thought they ruined. He thought everyone thinks they, he ruined Aaron Rodgers is uh is prime. Look, he might have. Um, him and Aaron Rodgers never got along from start because he was the OC in in San Francisco. San Francisco drafted Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had that vendetta against him from He's the start. Never, never liked him. him. Exactly. Never forgave him. Apparently, I was hearing like Aaron Rodgers in like the middle of meetings would like would make fun of him about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. openly to the locker room. He never respected Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers, everyone knows, is a tough guy to. He's a tough guy to work Aaron with. Aaron Rodgers doesn't even talk to his family. <laughs> yeah, like, no, exactly. He, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't get along with yeah. a lot of people. So yeah, you know what? Like eight straight, eight straight uh, playoff appearances. He struggled on the stretch. The one thing you you brought up that makes a great point: Mike McCarthy has never had a top ten rushing offense in his entire 
you know, young mm-hmm. career. He never had a t- top ten rushing offense. Well, because it's Aaron. He yeah, had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Though, so I understand that. So like, he, why would you run the ball yeah. when you have that guy? Yeah. But now he should go to a run heavy offense. Yeah. If he does, you'll be in football games. Uh, Dallas still has a ton of talent on that roster. Out of all the vacancies there was at the end of this year, Dallas was by far the bet best position yeah I, I think yeah and it wasn't the sexy hire too right like you, yeah. you just a jerry jones kind of just went after the the most like, qualified exactly yeah guy um so i think i i see i see dallas having a good year yeah i don't mind the hire yeah it's, it could be it could be a nice mm. bounce back season for them um it's funny the one stop before we go mike mccarthy was 19 and 7 against the chicago bears yeah so he, he did dominate like Maybe that's yeah. why I like. Him. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he just, it. yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's got he's got a lustrous resume. Yeah, it's not a bad hiring. I, I like I like that hiring out of all of them. I didn't like well, like we don't know what's going to happen with the Browns. I don't know who they're going to hire, but a lot of risky and weird, like the Matt Rule, the the Joe Judge, um, right. a lot of a lot of risky and weird hirings this year. Something um, that um, also actually I want to talk about quick was the Rams fought. Uh, I don't know if you can call it a fire. I think they just didn't re-extend Wade Phillips. Yep, they let him walk. Yeah. So he, Wade Phillips is out there. That is a good name as a defensive coordinator yeah. uh, for somebody to grab. Yeah, a lot of people. Like I it. think he he runs a great defense. That if that do the Cowboys go back and grab Wade Phillips That's to a, run their defense? Yeah, it's not a bad. It's not and a bad then point. I I could see that working real well. Yeah. Um. He's had great defenses everywhere yeah. he's gone. Denver, I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why the Rams let him no, go. I think uh, the Rams were like the seventeenth ranked defense this year. Um, there was a lot of talent. I think a lot of overstated talent on that on that defense. A lot of talent that was right. maybe overrated. Um, it might have been just it's time to walk. He was only there for three years though. So, but yeah, Dallas mm. is a good point. I saw a lot of Eagles fans kind of wanting uh, making their case for him. He runs a three four. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big. Four defensive mm-hmm. guy, but um, yeah, no, that's that's another good one. Um, he'll get a job somewhere. Someone will bring him on. Yeah, yeah. he he had the defenses in Denver that yeah. were just dominant when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, so I think somebody will get a good one there. Yeah, yeah before one more topic before we go, uh, division playoffs coming up. We're gonna have our uh, we'll have a podcast kind of going over the divisional games. Um, Want to touch on something quick? We both kind of realized could be four blowouts. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally. Yeah. I'm anticipating this week being kind of boring. Yeah. I think all home teams win. Um, the only game I think could be close would be Minnesota at San Francisco. But I think in the AFC, the two home teams, Ravens and Chiefs, have a chance to put up some big numbers this yeah. week. And even the Packers playing the Seahawks. I wasn't impressed by the Seahawks last week. I think the Packers could take advantage of some of the weaknesses I saw in Seattle. Yeah, Seahawks did not look good at all um, to me. They, they look beatable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they look very beatable. I think – I'm agree with you. I think all four, te- four home teams win. I think they could win easy. Um, the 49ers-Vikings game I think is going to be a lot closer than people think. Minnesota did look pretty good. Um, Cousins. We yeah. didn't talk oh, yeah, about that game. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't talk about the Vikings or the Vikings Saints. I'll touch on yeah. that quick. Um, yeah, the Vikings. Yeah, the Saints just yeah. laid an egg at home. Yeah. 26-20, I think, was the final score. Um, and the big one was the uh, 
was the end was a touchdown the push off what do you think do you think that was a push off i think it was very ticky tacky yeah i, I, I think, think if a flag yeah. was thrown on the play they yeah. would have called a pass interference yeah. and it wouldn't have gotten overturned yeah and they didn't call it so it's not getting overturned yeah um but the saints some big question marks coming yeah in I, new orleans I, right now drew Brees did not look sharp um that this fumble team, was it that fumble at the yeah he was a huge fumble yeah, mm-hmm. they – does Breeze, like, do you think he's got enough left to come back? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Both like, he, he looks – he looks, he's looking old. And he this is back-to-back years. He's looked old at the wrong times. Last right. year in the playoffs, he struggled towards the end. He looked like a 40-year-old quarterback. This year again, he looked like a 40-year-old quarterback. Right. He's something, got all the weapons in the world around him. Like he, there should be no excuses as well kind of thing, right? Something I was surprised to learn <coughs> was Breeze – Drew Brees' playoff record is eight and eight. Yeah, now. he's five hundred in the playoffs. Yeah, he said they had that one Super Bowl run. Besides that, they've yeah. uh, they've been very mediocre. This is three straight they've years. Had, they've had some tough losses. Yeah, some tough losses in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But that makes them the only thirteen and three team in NFL history to lose on Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So the Saints, <laughs> Saints fans, the last couple of years, every year you're. Season ends just such disappointment. Yeah, gut wrenching. I feel game. for them. Yeah, three years in a row. Um, so you think the Vikings have a shot next? Week I do. I think they. The I think 49ers. they look good. I, I do. I think they look good. Um, right. I'm not. A, I'm not. I was never big on the 49ers as well. Um, I do think if the 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 49ers get a game momentum back. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like. I like. I like. I like Kirk Cousins. I, I think he looked good. I think they've got. I think they're riding a high right now. Look, if, if you look at Vikings roster from top to bottom, I was taking a look at it uh, yesterday. They've got like the you could argue they have one of the most talented rosters in the league. Uh, when Kirk, if Kirk Cousins is, is working, you know what I mean? Like he, yeah, you know no, I mean? like it's all up to him. They do yeah, exactly. So like I I just I think San Francisco is the best team in the NFC. They're at home, week to prepare. Yeah. I just think that they will win this game, but I do agree it will be closer than people yeah. think. Um, that I just I see San Francisco's D line just feasting on Cousins. Yeah. And Cousins won the big game. I'll give him that. Yeah. He finally has you one. Like that. But <laughs> that's it. He's gonna yeah. get one. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so we another we'll have another episode uh, later this week. Um, going uh doing the divisional round game. So, um, so yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure to subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, wherever you guys listen to your podcast, make sure to give us five star rating. Every rating does help. And we'll talk to you this week.